and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Y'all know how we do. Before we get started, I always got to give somebody their flowers. And this week, I'm giving flowers to my boy, my brother, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, I love you, boy. From when you and I first met, working together, how our bond just kept growing, to talking, to when I moved and left Ohio, to us still visiting with each other, to us merging our families and having our families interact and having a good time to those phone calls where you asking my opinion and me calling asking your opinion on things i appreciate you and i love you brother to see the husband and father you've become is amazing keep doing what you're doing brother keep going keep being great and with that being said y'all i got a story to tell let's go story takes place in the year of our lord 2000 that's a two and three zeros after the two right i'm in college i am a newly initiated member into the noble clan known as kappa alpha psi fraternity so life is good at this point i'm living in an apartment complex called emerald lakes in beaver creek ohio on this thursday in april I'm getting ready to go to class. So I get dressed. I make my way to campus. Go to my first class. Get out of my class. And I run into my line brother. My ace. My saying Steve. Shout out my ace Steve. Love you boy. I see Steve. Now let me give y'all a description of Steve. Steve is a little older than us on the line. On my line. Steve had gone into the Air Force before he came to college. So he's a little older. Um, and like most Air Force people, he, you know, organized, structured, keeps an immaculately clean apartment. But Steve likes to kick it, too. Steve is a real beige nigga, right? Like damn near albino. Um, Cool, cool, cool dude. Steve's go to drink when it's time to kick it. When he's pre-gaming. Steve's going to get him three tall boys. That's 22 ounces of steel reserve 211. Oh, he's going to get that steel reserve. He's going to scarf them down and it's party time. So anyway, I run into Steve that day. Steve says, hey, Sands, I'm trying to declutter my apartment. Um, I have a bunch of colognes I need you to come down there and go through and see if you want any because I'm getting rid of them. Say, nigga, say no more. So I go to Steve's crib. He lives in an apartment complex called The Village. Go there, get a bunch of colognes, and I'm leaving. I'm walking out, and who do I run into? My brother, D.C. Now, I introduced y'all to D.C. in an earlier episode entitled, Kappas Will Drive You to Drink. 
And in that episode, DC got me super drunk. If you get a chance, go back and check it out if you haven't already. Drunk to the point that I cursed my mother and ended up in rehab. So I run into DC on this day. DC is driving and DC is driving his gold Chevy Corsica. It was a piece of shit. Oh, the car was terrible. But that gold Corsica got us many of places, different campuses and different cities. It took us from to and fro. So I see DC and we start talking and DC says, hey, I'm going to have a party tonight to celebrate my one year anniversary of being in the bond of Cap Alpha Psi. I said, oh, OK, dope. So he says, I'll hit you up later with the details. I said, say no more. Now, he putters off in the gold Corsica. Now, let me describe this Corsica. This gold Corsica was terrible. Um, it was hard as hell to get it started. So there are a couple funny stories about the gold Corsica. One situation that maybe I'll go into depth about later on down the road was one time we got the world famous poet, Dr. Nikki Giovanni. Well, DC and a couple other students, I should say, got her to come to our campus. She came to our campus to speak, read some of her work, answer some questions. DC was responsible for picking her up from the airport, bringing her to campus and dropping her off at the Holiday Inn across the street from campus. So the day comes, he picks her up in the Corsica, brings her to campus. She does what she does. She reads, answers some questions, and it's time to take her to the hotel. DC says, hey, Mike, hey, ride with me to drop her off. I said, I bet. Her and I walk out of the multipurpose room outside of the student union, and we're standing right there in front. He runs off. And this is a stressful moment because the Corsica had a whole lot of rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom to it when it was time to start it up. Oh, it took some time to get that thing going. So DC runs off and he's like, God, I hope I can get this shit going. The ancestors were with us that day because the car started up first try. Boom. He putters it around the parking lot, drives it up. We get in. Dr. Giovanni gets in the front seat. I get in the back seat. We take her to the Holiday Inn across the street. DC and I roll off and we're laughing about it. Another time DC and I were chilling in the parking lot of my apartment. It was late. Um, DC had a bottle of wine. Where he got this bottle of wine from, I don't know. He and I said, okay, well, let's, let's scarf it down real quick. Let's drink it real quick. But not taking into account, we don't have anything to open this wine bottle. So what does DC do? Take his keys out of the gold Chevy Corsica. Jams the cork down in the bottle and he and I go ahead and drink a bottle of cork filled wine. So that's the Corsica. Now back to the store. DC rides off after telling me that he's going to have a party to celebrate his year anniversary in the bond of Kappa. Says he'll call me later with the details. I go back to my apartment later that day. My mom and I are on the phone talking, laughing. Now at this time, um, my mom, you know, being in the church, she's in the church. I'm a Muslim, but her and I would have conversations, you know, revolving around beliefs and religion and things like that. That's just how our relationship was. 
So that day we're talking, we're roasting on each other, roasting on each other's religion, but it's all in, in good fun, right? Things get a little, like take a little turn. We start talking a little bit more serious. And she asked me, she says, Michael, do you ever think you'll come back to the church? And I said, well, mom, um, as I stand right now, no, but you know, you never know what happens down the road, but no, I wouldn't. she was like, well, you know, Jesus misses you and he, he'd love to have you back in the church. So whenever you get a chance, just, just think about talking to Jesus and you know, she's giving me the whole thing. Right. And she always ended it with Jesus misses you. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Her and I get off the phone and DC calls me. DC says, nigga, the party's going down tonight. I said, well, shit, where's going down? He says, Hey, going to have it at the clubhouse at this apartment complex called the village of stone falls which is in beaver creek and from my apartment that's about a three minute drive if that so i'm like cool time goes on and i start pre-gaming at the crib have a few drinks um maybe about four or five drinks getting dressed get dressed on a few squirts of perry ellis 360 which at the time and still to this day, you can find at your local Walgreens. Um, shit, Marshall, Ross, TJ Maxx, Burlington, Five and Dime, Dollar Tree. I mean, you it, it ain't going to last long. It's going to smell good for about two seconds, but it ain't going to last long. Right. So that was one of the bottles I had gotten from my uh, San Steve. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill him tonight with a new fragrance. So I spray it on. I leave out. I get to the party. Walk into the clubhouse where this party is being held. Niggas have moved all the furniture out of the main area. And that's nothing but a big room slash dance floor. It's packed. Oh, it's packed. I said, ooh, we now again, this is Thursday. DC. Mac. And myself are supposed to be going up to Miami University. Shout out everybody in Oxford, Ohio at Miami. All the noobs at KD, Kappa Delta Chapter. We're supposed to be going up there the next day. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I ain't going to go too hard tonight because I need to pace myself. Because I'm going to be doing some serious kicking it this weekend. I walk in the party. Everybody's having a great time. Like I said, the main area, they've moved all the furniture out. It's straight in front of you. To the left, there's a kitchen. So I bust the left. I'm like, let me see who in the kitchen. Go in the kitchen. All my people are there. I see DC. I see Mac. I see a little bit of everybody. Standing to the left of me, though, on the wall is my guy Pitts. Shout out my boy Pitts. My frat brother Pitts. He's my distant sans. So, Pitts is over there standing on the wall. Pitts has on a pair of khakis, some like boat shoes, a white polo, and he's chilling. Everybody has a cup in their hand, pretty much. And so what are they drinking? Like most college students around that time, without a lot of money, we drank Harry Buffalo. Now, on your campus, you may have called it something different. You might have called it hooch. Um, garbage can punch, whatever, but same difference. It's a bunch of juice, a bunch of cheap liquor and fruit. And you put it in one big batch, let it sit, marinate, 
and you get hammered, right? So that's what's in the building. Everybody's drinking Harry Buffalo. I get me a cup. I'm standing there talking. We shooting the shit. Everybody laughing. Ha ha he he. I look over to the left and Pitts, like I said, is on the wall. Pitts, I see his feet slide. And I'm like, oh, shit. To myself, I'm like, oh, shit, he about to fall. But he doesn't fall. So I'm like, oh, he caught himself. Oh, no, he ain't caught himself. Because right after that, his knees buckle a little bit. I'm like, oh, shit. Then his ass gumped down a little bit. I'm like, oh, shit. And his back starts sliding down the wall. And I hear my sans, Max, say, ooh, ooh. Now, let me stop the story right here. For some reason, my crew... Whenever somebody's falling or about to fall or has already fallen, we always say, ooh, ooh. I don't know why we do it, where it comes from, whatever. My daughter was about to fall the other day in the hall and she's tri like tripping, trying to get her balance. I didn't go to save my baby girl. I didn't go like put my arms out. First thing comes to my mind, ooh, ooh. And it's to the point now my son even says it. So I hear Mac as Pitts is falling say, ooh, ooh. Now, I think I'm tripping, though, because the nigga's falling in slow motion. And I look at Pitt's face. His expression's not changing. Like, you know, most people, when they're in a situation like that, their eyes get big. Oh, no. Pitt's eyes was just looking regular. And he was steadily holding that cup. And I'm like, damn, this nigga's really about to fall. And he finally falls, right? But the nigga's cup, like... He has a hold on this cup. It's not until his ass hits the floor and the juice just like falls on his shirt. Now, I think I'm tripping because like, OK, I'm thinking I'm super drunk at this point because in my mind, I'm like, I've never seen anybody fall in slow motion and I've never seen anybody fall in sections. Like first was the feet, then the knees buckle, then the ass gumped down, then the backslide. Then he finally hits the ground. Then the cup reacts by falling over on him. So I'm like, I'm tripping. It's not till later down the road that I hear in conversation Mac and I have when he was like, hey, you remember that nigga Pitts fell in sections in slow motion? I was like, oh, I thought I was tripping. But it really happened that way, right? Now, Pitts is a hilarious guy. He, he don't get too hype. He don't get too low. He's real monotone, like in the middle. And Pitt says some of the craziest shit to people who don't know him, right? They don't understand, like, things he said. Now, once you're around him a while, you, you get what he's saying. Like, for example, if you're hanging around Pitts and Pitts has on something, like, say it's very fashion forward um, in his eyes, and niggas ain't feeling it, and say somebody say they can't feeling it, they ain't feeling it, Pitts will have a saying like, Oh, niggas mad because I'm in a helicopter. Like, that's his way of saying I'm on another level, right? So shit like that, you'd be like, wow, he's from Dallas. Nigga talks like monotone, slow, great human being. So he falls back to the store. He falls in sections, right? We're laughing uncontrollably. We are laughing uncontrollably. So finally, after that whole episode, I leave out the kitchen. I go like in the main area where everybody's dancing. I've had a few more drinks at this point and I'm drunk. 
I want to dance because the music's wanging, right? I want to dance, but I can't like piece it together to start dancing. Now, I ain't a nigga that's going to hit you with a bunch of moves. I'm not going to be out there like turbo and ozone and all that shit, right? I'm a two-step you to death. Same spot, stay on beat, two-step. That's it. That's all I got for you. Two-step shorty. So, I decide, hey, I need to go piss. So, I go outside because I can't find the bathroom inside. I go outside and there's some bushes in front. So, I start peeing in the bushes. Now, I'm so drunk, I think I'm tripping because a young lady dives over into the bushes while i'm pissing but it doesn't stop me from peeing right so i'm tripping i'm like i know she ain't just diving these bushes i chalk it up as i'm drunk i'm tripping ain't nobody diving these bushes finish peeing go back inside finish the night kicking it at this point it's time to leave i'm about probably i'm gonna say five drunk five drinks past being drunk i'm overly faded again dc and alcohol right so dc's like hey i'm gonna drop you off at the crib mike i say cool i go to get in the corsica i sit i open the passenger door i'm sitting in the corsica with my feet out the side because dc has started talking to some young lady i look at the, those bushes that i pissed in y'all all of a sudden the young lady that I thought I saw comes up out them bushes out of nowhere like the monster that came out the sewer on the Thriller video. Y'all remember how the nigga pushed up out the sewer, right? That's how she came up like, Rrr. she like came up out them shits, right? And I'm like, oh, I wasn't tripping. She walks out the bushes back into the party and she's back in kick it mode. I said, oh my God, wow, shit's going on. So at this point, my mind is messing with me. I'm like, oh shit, somebody might have slipped something in that, that shit, right? In that, that, that hairy buffalo. I start telling myself like, man, my mama was right. I need to get back into the church, man. Cause I'm out here just wilding, man. I'm out here getting drunk. People coming up out of bushes. I am tripping. So this is on my mind, right? DC finally I guess he sets up his play for the evening. So he's like, all right, I'm about to go drop you off. That three minute ride, DC's like, man, I'm happy we kicked it. You know, had a great time, all this shit. All I can think about is conversation with my mother, me being on some drunk shit and the, the, the thriller monster coming up out the bushes, right? So I'm like, man, I need to get my life right, man. I'm tripping. It got me questioning all type of shit. DC drops me off at the apartment. I walk up the stairs, go in the apartment. I sit on the foot of my bed. I'm like, man, I'm a lay back and I'm a pray, right? <laughs> this is what I say. So I lay back on the bed. I'm looking up at the ceiling. First thing I say, dear God, right after I say, dear God, right? Room starts spinning crazy. So I sit up. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, man, I got to go in this bathroom. So I go in the bathroom. On my counter in the bathroom was a clock radio that I would I always kept on because I would listen to music in the shower. To this day, I listen to music in the shower, right? So the radio station that I have on has Delilah on it. Now, I don't know if y'all know who Delilah is. Delilah is this old white woman who she'll like 
She's a radio host. She's been around for years. People like write in sad shit like, you know, my boyfriend dumped me. Um, can you play a song for me? And Delilah put a song on for him. So I'm down in front of the toilet at this point. I'm throwing up. Delilah's talking. I'm like, shit, I want her to shut up. But I can't reach up there and like turn it off. All of a sudden. Nigga, L. DeBarge starts singing, right? Love me in a special way. Y'all know that song, right? So I'm like, oh, shit. Now, I know y'all saying, nigga, why is this a big deal? Listen, hear me out. As a kid, growing up in the church and just throughout life, I would always see, you know, pictures of Jesus, you know, white dude. You know, with the beard, the mustache, you know, with the mullet, right? So I'm like, man, I know this nigga don't look like this, right? So my entire life, that's what I'm thinking. I always was like, he come from a different region of the world, so he got to have some tint to him, right? In my mind, I always thought Jesus looked like El DeBarge, right? Like a Puerto Rican looking nigga, right? So I'm sitting there throwing up, El DeBarge comes on. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is a sign. Now, I always thought, like I said, that Jesus looked like a Puerto Rican nigga. But, you know, stories in the Bible, he had a little goon to him, too. So I really thought he looked like Elder Barge. Because, you know, Elder Barge from Detroit. You know, Detroit niggas be on some wild shit. Y'all done watch BMF. Lamar with the wave cap. Lamar, wild boy, right? You know, Detroit niggas is wild. So I'm like, Jesus gotta be Elder Bars. A Puerto Rican nigga with baby hair. You know, everybody liked the barge, but he a wild guy from the D. So I'm like, hmm, this is a sign. So I'm sitting there, Elder Bar saying, I'm like, man, I really like, man, I got some shit to think about. So I start dozing off in the bathroom, fall asleep, finally get up, go get in the bed. Next morning, DC calls me. I'm like, I answer the phone, head in the pillow, hung over my like, hello. He like, nigga, you up? I'm like, no, man. He like, hey, what time we getting on the road? I'm like, man, fuck going on the road, man. I ain't drive, I ain't going nowhere with you, yada, yada, yada. DC respond, man, you acting like a bitch. So he going off on me. I'm like, man, call me back. He calls me back later. Finally, I mustered up some energy. All right, I'm going to go. We go. We go up to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. We kick it. We have a great time. Oh, we have a good time. It's now time the next day to go home. We get in the Corsica. It start up. I always like before we got on the road, I would say a prayer to myself in my head, you know, that we would get there, you know, safe and all that. Right. So I'm sitting there in the Corsica. Looking out the window, saying a silent prayer to myself, you know, to my Lord and Savior, Elder Barge. Right. Like, you know. Dear Jesus, Elder Barge, get us there safe. Don't let nothing happen to us. You know, keep us safe on the road. We driving. DC and I, we're talking, having a little conversation back and forth or whatever. 
we almost get back to campus. We stop because DC like, man, let me get some gas for, you know, for I run out. We go in. I need to hydrate and get some water. Go get my water. Going to pay for it. Everything is heavy on my mind. God and uh, religion and me getting my shit together. All this, right? And I'm like, man, I just need a sign. Because, you know, I'm one of them niggas. I don't believe fat meat greasy, right? I'm always looking for a sign. You got to show me something else. You got to show me something else so I can believe it. And I'm thinking to myself, as I'm putting this water on the counter to pay for it, I hear the music over top. You know, they get little elevator music and all that shit. What comes on? The nigga L. DeBarge. I say, oh, shit to myself. That's what I say. I said, man. My mother may be on to something like Jesus might be missing me. And I start thinking for a minute like, man, I might have to rock with the church again. Thinking, thinking, pay for it. Getting the Corsica, me and DC riding. Finally get home. Back to the apartment, sit down for a minute, collecting my thoughts, what I got to do, what I need to do, what I got going on this upcoming week. Go in my room, sit down on the foot of my bed. My music is on in the bathroom, right? On that radio that I never turn off. Decide I'm going to empty out my bag that I had taken. With me when we went uh, to Miami, right? Put my shit in the laundry room. I'm about to wash stuff I had taken. Throw in the laundry room. Come out. Sit down on the couch and I'm sitting there and I look down on my table and on my table was a copy of uh, message to the black man that I had. So I'm looking at it, pick it up, go in my room, put it on my dresser, sitting there collecting my thoughts. Lay back on my bed. Pass out, wake up, and it hit me. And it hit me right then. 